Welcome to show six of the Cloth Diaper Podcast. Today, I interview the owner of Squiggly Bugs, a small cloth diaper retailer based on the East Coast. I hope you enjoy. Welcome to the Cloth Diaper Podcast, a weekly podcast dedicated to everything cloth diaper. Seriously, join me every week as we talk with your favorite brands, retailers, and cloth diaper mamas from around the world. Hey guys, it's Bailey here for show six. Today I am interviewing Kaylin from Squiggly Bugs. Squiggly Bugs is a cloth diaper retailer in the United States based off the East Coast. You'll have to listen to the interview to know more because some of that information is slipping my mind. I recorded this episode about a month ago, and so some of our conversations have really kind of changed, I would say, in the last couple weeks. I think I would ask her today about the fate of the cloth type of retailer market. I know I was asking her about bummies and funky fluff and the closure of brands, but we also see stores close up all the time too. That's a heavy heart question for me today because I know Cozy Bums, my local cloth diaper retailer, has announced they are closing. It's been a long, tough year for them. I know because I visit all the time and Carrie and Susie are always picking my brain and having conversations about what they think the world will of cloth diapering is going and what is changing and this struggle to fight, per se, the cheap cloth diaper market. In a world where you can buy a diaper for five bucks, it's hard to sell a diaper that's 20 or 30 or 40 in Canada. And like, where do you go from there? These are some hard questions. And if you follow me on Facebook, like my personal Simply Mom Bailey, I asked today, earlier this week, about high-end cloth diapers, if we think there will always be a space for them. And I'm going to pose the question to you guys as a listener is, if there is always a space for high-end cloth diapers, how do we preserve that space? How do we encourage people to shop for a Thirsties or a Best Bottom or a Smart Bottoms cloth diaper instead of a cheap Alva or Globug or Mama Koala or all those other cheaper quote-unquote, more affordable brands. How do we change the conversation and encourage the conversations towards brands that are high quality, locally made, manufacturer using like great locally sourced material in favor for this crazy cheap world? That's really been on my heart right now and I'm really conflicted and unsure how to encourage the market in that direction. I kind of take that on personally because as a cloth diaper blogger and now podcaster and Instagrammer, I really do find it my work's, my life's passion to encourage cloth diapering. Anyways, that tangent was beyond me just introducing myself. I feel the need to introduce myself with every podcast because I don't know if this is your first time tuning in or your second. My name is Bailey. I am a cloth diaper blogger and mama based out of Prince George, British Columbia. I have two small kids and a bachelor's degree in environmental studies. I blog at www.simplymombailey.com. And because my kids are about to go out of cloth diapers, like my youngest now is 18 months, I thought that the next great move would be to start a cloth diaper podcast. 
There's a few other cloth diaper podcasts out there, guys. You can find Cloth Diapering Made Easy by the owners of SprayPal. And I think I've heard rumors another one is starting, so I'm not the only one out there. But I thought this would be a fun way to talk about cloth diapering. I'm no YouTuber, but this seems easier. And it is easier, and I'm having a lot of growing pains regarding audio quality and editing. And I promise you, I'm just going to get better. So tag along for the ride. Check me out, and you can find the show notes for this episode and all others at www.clothdiaperpodcast.com. I'm on Instagram, Facebook, and now Pinterest for everything cloth diaper related. Seriously, we are only talking cloth diapers on those social platforms. If you would love to join me on the podcast, and if you would love to talk about a current event, drama, or situation that's unfolding in the cloth diaper industry, I would love to talk to you. There are a few things I know I've been requested, so if you are a wool-loving mama, give me a call, guys. Send me an email, bailey at clothdiaperpodcast.com. I've had a couple of requests for people to talk about wool, and while I did have some experience in wool, I have to admit I don't really know where the wool market is right now, what's going on, so give me your best wool experts. I'd also love to talk about Lighthouse Kids Company. Lighthouse Kids Company is an up-and-coming cloth diaper company, and they have some interesting things going on right now. First of all, major flipping. Like, you can buy a Lighthouse Kids diaper for $80 to $100 on the buy and sell market. That's crazy. We haven't seen that kind of flipping high-stakes market in a long time. The same thing is going for Mama Koala. So if you're a Mama Koala mama, I would love to talk to you as well, because we're also seeing Mama Koala diapers, which are considered like a cheapy going for $25, $30, $40 a piece for highly sought-after prints. Like, what is going on? And I would love to talk to you about the diaper, why it works for your family, and what's going on. My other thing I'm working on right now is I, as a personal person, am not so fond of Fluff Love University. So if you have a routine or a cloth diaper wash routine that works for you and goes against the grain... That means it doesn't conform to what Fluff Love University is talking about. I would also love to talk to you because I think that cloth diapering is many shades of gray and that there are things that will work for other people that are not what Fluff Love says. I think that hard and fast rules around cloth diapering just set us up for failure and that cloth diapering really needs to emphasize our own skills in problem solving and making things work. So if you are any of those things, or you have another amazing topic that you would love to talk to me about, email me at bailey at cloth diaper podcast, or hunt me down on the web. Find me again, Instagram, Facebook, and as always, show notes, clothdiaperpodcast.com. So here's Kaylin. My name is Kaylin Shippey, and I am the owner of Squiggly Bugs, which is an online natural parenting boutique. I know when you first mentioned... Uh, joining me today that you said that you started a cloth diaper business knowing nothing about starting a business? (laughs) Yes, (laughs) absolutely. I knew knew a lot about cloth diapers and not a lot about business. (laughs) (laughs) What had you done before you started Squiggly Bugs? Um, I I was a science teacher. Oh, that's a big jump, hey? Yeah, just just a little bit. That's uh, not even quite related. But yeah. cool. So what made you go open up a cloth diaper retailer, retail location? Well, we started cloth diapering my first child and I started working with um, a company 
that did taught cloth diaper workshops for people. Um, And they ended up going out of business, but I really enjoyed teaching the workshops. So um, I was looking for kind of ways to continue working with that. Um, And I stumbled across Squiggly Bugs, which was at the time owned by um, a mother and daughter in Ohio. um, And they were looking to sell. So um, we, we bought their business and kind of jumped in. Uh, that might be, I don't know if that's an easy way, hey, but like just to buy a business versus start from the ground up? Yeah, it definitely um, was, I think, a good bit easier just in that we, when we purchased their business, we also like, we kind of adopted their customer base that they had already established, which was really nice. We didn't have to start completely from scratch. I guess then that kind of negates my question that I have here is uh, what's the story behind the name? Because you might not know, or do you know? I do. Um, so the name was the original owner's two children, um, and she called them Squiggles and Bug. Oh, that's cute. That's cute. How many children do you have? I have two. Do you name them Squiggles and Bugs? Um, well, my daughter. <laughs> She was already born, so we didn't, we, she, we just call her her name, but we do now call my son Bug just so that we have a bug. Okay. So why should someone choose to shop with Squiggly Bugs over another retailer? What makes you special? We are, uh, we're a small family run business, which I think is, um, I think is unique in, in the terms of there's so many big giant box stores and whatnot these days. Um, but we're like a real mom and pop shop. We all work together to pack orders. A lot of times, um, my daughter loves to to color on the like packing slips that you get and things. So <laughs> you you really are like working with a family when you shop with us. And we have we have little kids. We use all these products. We know how they work. We know how they work with children. And we wouldn't put anything on our website that we wouldn't give to our kids. Is that how you decide what products to stock and what products not to stock? Pretty much, yeah. They are they are our favorite kind of testers when it comes to things. And we have a really awesome customer group um, that will will test things out for us, and they make fantastic suggestions. So we're really open to hearing what our customers are looking for, and when they when they ask for things, we, we definitely go out and search for them and make sure that we can carry them for them. I think that's one of my favorite things about shopping at a retailer over directly with a brand is that I feel like the products have been curated for me as a customer. Like somebody's tried them out before me. You know, like you're not going in blind. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And I, I still love to, I love to teach. And so we're, we do a lot of workshops um, on our website and on Facebook and locally because I really feel like to be successful like using cloth diapers like you just need someone to help you yeah figure out. I don't think I found that part of your website so you guys host um, like an online class online or in person we do we offer in-person classes um, locally and then we host online classes mostly through using Facebook event events as our way of um, of offering them Oh, I'm going to have to check that out. That is, sounds like a really cool idea. I know people are always trying to figure out how to learn. And a lot of people learn in a class well, really well. 
I, I, I found that like if I hadn't had help starting cloth diapers, I would have been like so lost and so confused. Uh, yes, I talked to a mama earlier today and she definitely, that was one of her feelings, was overwhelmed when she started. Yeah, you need, you need someone to just kind of show you how they work and, and explain all the terms and everything to you because we, like half the time I feel like we're talking a completely different language. <laughs> <laughs> Even what seems like a simple term like pocket diaper is uh, very foreign to somebody who doesn't know, right? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. That's that's pretty awesome. Are your classes pretty well received and well attended? I think so. Yeah, I have a lot of fun doing the in-person classes. The videos are um, it's harder to judge, like if people are like there or if they're learning or if they're interacting. But my lo I love my local classes just because I just I bring a little bit of everything and and it's it's so much fun to see people like figure it out. Do you feel like you're actively converting your local community into cloth diaper? I hope so. Yeah. I hope so. <laughs> Growing the Rhode Island cloth diaper community one class at a time. Yes. <laughs> What's one of your biggest challenges with running squiggly bugs? Um, I think probably my biggest challenge is being online, I, uh, or at least online only. I feel like I have a harder time getting to build connections with customers only because I don't get to see them. Oh, and see their faces and yeah. their kids. Are you interested in moving to a brick and mortar or is online where life's at right now? We'd love to at some point. It's definitely something we're thinking about and planning for, but it's not going to be anytime soon, I don't think. It's a pretty big move, hey? Yeah. It's just you writing squiggly bugs or you hire people? Really, it's just me. Um, my husband, we call him Mr. Squiggly Bugs. Um, he likes to help. He's definitely still trying to figure out, like, all of the different products. So how do you stay sane on your day-to-day? -day? <laughs> good question. Um, you know what? We, we have a good system in place just as far as everything is all set up in our, um, kind of in our office, in our house. So I can go in and and pack an order and have a load of laundry running at the same time. And like, so it just kind of bec it's become a part of like our day-to-day -day life at this point, um, which I really like because I don't feel like I'm off at work and can't do anything else. I can do a little bit of everything. So it's blended really nicely into your family yeah. life. Yeah. That's pretty awesome. Hey, so you have two kids you're, and they, they stay at home with you while you're doing this. Um, so they do sometimes. Uh, my daughter is in school. My son is in preschool. We do a lot of our work in the evenings um, and when they're around. Um, but I do a lot of work um, when they're not around as well. <laughs> do a lot of work all the time. <laughs> yeah. That's what it sounds like. <laughs> if you could do it all over again, would you do it differently? I don't, I don't think so. Um, I think I would maybe have done, like, learned a little bit more about business before just jumping into owning a business, but I really do like where we've come and, and, and what we've got going on. So I'm pretty, I'm pretty happy with it. I think I'd do this whole crazy thing again. Yeah. So some, um, I guess I don't know really, you would have to go to school to learn about business. Sometimes it's just easy to jump in, hey, and 
figure it yeah, out. Yeah, it's definitely our own. We've taken our own spin on things, I guess. So how long have you owned Squiggly Bugs? Um, we're going on our, our second year. So we're halfway through our second year right now. Okay, I think I'm having vague memories of when that when that happened. Because <laughs> Squiggly Bugs has done a few exclusives, right? They did, yeah. The old owners um, had a bunch of exclusives, and we have had one since taking over. What, what did you do? We have um, an exclusive 3P. Okay. And what, what does it look like? It's called Tilly's Treats, and it's um, ice cream cones. Okay. I don't remember that one. I'm feeling like a pretty subpar cloth diaper addict right now. (laughs) (laughs) It sounds nice, though. Today, it's like 34 degrees Celsius, which is 90 degrees, and it's too hot for me to live. I could go for a Tilly's Treats. (laughs) I could do it. So what's one of your favorite brands to work with or to uh, get people to buy? Right now, my I think one of my favorite brands has been um, Best Bottom, and well, it's Best Bottom and Planet Wise and Imagine Baby. They're all like the same, the same people own them, yeah. and I really am loving the stuff that they're coming out with, and that they have uh, products for really the whole family. So they have like sandwich bags and snack bags and stuff along diapers, which I really like because I love. Um, being able to offer things not just for babies but for everyone yeah i think a lot of cloth diaper mamas like right now we're some of us are starting to age out but we're not really ready to give up our brands planet wise is doing that they've got some cool packing cubes i saw that's the only one i've seen yeah yeah those are really neat too i like that i can offer things for everyone and and that way because I find that cloth diaper moms, they also, like, they want to, like, be environmentally friendly and be green in, in other parts of their lives as well. And so it's nice that they can get all of that in one place. One change that you made in your life after you started cloth diapering that was a little more eco-conscious than before? Did you take up any environmentally friendly hobbies, I guess is my question? Yeah, I, I, I think we've, we've really switched to reusable um, all throughout our house like especially in our kitchen um we don't use any products as far as like paper towels or napkins or anything like that anymore i think once i diaper laundry everything else did not seem nearly as scary (laughs) yes i can feel that one like cloth diaper laundry once you can figure it out you're like i can really just wash everything this Mm -hmm. is no big deal right no big deal What's your biggest piece of advice you give someone who comes to you asking you how to get started in cloth diapering? How about we start with that question? The, the, the biggest thing that I always tell people is that it's different for everyone. Um, so you're not like whatever your friend works for your friend is not necessarily going to work like for you. And even like between babies, like it's different. My daughter was, is a completely different shape and size than my son is. Um, and so you really just, you have to try things out. Is there a way that you break down how that seems very overwhelming to somebody? <laughs> um, one of the things that we've done and I really love doing is um, we've hosted cloth diaper open houses where people can just bring their their kids, like bring their babies and try out a bunch of different, like just try on a bunch of different brands which I thought was really fun 
Oh yeah, that would be totally fun, hey? And then they like they could see like how the diff what the differences are and what worked well for them. Um, but yeah. we've also talked about just the basics, like getting a good fit no matter what, and um, the different styles and and um, and wash routines and stuff. I think as long as you have someone to bounce that off of and questions off of, it really makes a big difference. That's probably what's awesome about shopping with a cloth diaper retailer is that often you're there to answer those questions. Hey, I know my local cloth diaper retailer. I email frequently when I have problems. Yeah, I, and I that's the one of my favorite parts is being able to to help walk people through. When you buy from just a brand, you're only but they can only answer questions about their brand. Yeah, and only they tend to be very busy people. Brands yes. tend to be very busy people, which is good. Good for them, right? Like you want them mm -hmm. busy, um, but sometimes they don't have that time for us that they that we need. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Uh, so if there was one cloth diaper accessory you think someone should own, what would it be? All the wet bags. All the wet bags? Do you have All a favorite wet. wet bag? What's your favorite one? Um, my my favorite wet bag is um, the, the Planet Wise a wet dry bag. Yeah, I have one of those too. I love it. I love it because I can I can use just that. Like if I go like just to the grocery store or whatever, I don't need to bring like an entire diaper bag because I'm going to put my keys in the dry pocket and then I still have like space for diapers. Yeah, that's a pretty great bag. They sent me one to do a review for my Simply Mom Bailey page and I definitely like that idea. Or any version that's kind of clutchy like that that has those two options. For one yeah. for my wallet and one for the poopy diaper. Right, because I don't want my wallet with the diaper. No, and I don't really like juggling six things in my hand plus screaming a toddler out of the store. <laughs> right. I did that game today. I mistakenly walked into a grocery store with my wallet and yeah, it was not fun. <laughs> okay, <laughs> so what would you tell someone if they were interested in starting a cloth diaper store? I know I saw this conversation in one of my groups today. People are feeling... People want to do uh, it, but they're scared. Starting a cloth diaper store. Um, take a look around your community and make sure that you're filling a need, I think, is probably the first thing. So are you the only cloth diaper retailer in Rhode Island? I am one of two in the state, yeah. Okay. That's not a lot, hey? No, well, it is the smallest state, but <laughs> but still, like it is, Rhode Island could do for probably a couple more. Yeah, I know. Um, that's why I'm podcasting now is because I would love to open a cloth diaper store, but Cozy Bums is oh, I can walk there, so that's not really a good uh, financial investment to <laughs> to to open a store where there's competition, literally. Because there, there is, I mean, there's a lot of of small retailers, and it's it's a lot of fun, but it's a lot of work to make sure that you're kind of different enough or unique enough to um, continue to grow your business. So, what do you think is going to be the biggest challenge for the cloth diaper industry right now? Honestly, I think like saturation. I'm like the number of brands and new prints and new styles and, and exclusives that are coming out 
I mean, it's like every week somebody has something coming out and it's hard to keep going with that, like a market like that. Like it's just almost too much, I think. It's overwhelming. For consumers. Yeah. And I know like we just saw Bummies and Funky Fluff shot up shop this week. And that, that was, that's still like crazy to me yeah. um, because Bummies especially was such a staple for so long mm-hmm. um, I'm uh, like scrambling what I'm going to do I recommend bummies prefolds to everybody and everyone underneath the sun I'm going to have to find a new prefold yeah I find that I, I that like was not I didn't expect of any brand to go out like that they would be kind of one of the first just because of how long they've been around for but it, it is the competition is really crazy lately yeah, there's a lot of brands doing a lot of really cool things and it's hard to stay stay up and popular, I guess, right? Yeah, and it's, I mean, cloth diapers are becoming more popular, but it's still, it's not the majority of the population by any means. So you know, there's only so many people to sell to. Yeah, until we can convince everybody, but that's going to be a long, long walk. Right, I mean, yeah. that would amazing how do you keep going when you see a brand or i know retailers have closed up shop this year how do you keep going stay stay feeling like you got this um we just i actually teamed up with a bunch of retailers this year and we started a a social media kind of campaign in a facebook page um called the year of small business um where we kind of showcase small natural parenting boutiques and encourage people to um, consider shopping small. Um, we kind of started it mostly to combat with like the idea of like the big box stores and Amazon and that sort of thing. Um, but it's really been kind of encouraging and empowering to see interest being built, kind of built up in the smaller businesses just by um, being able to reach more people. Um, yeah, because you guys are kind of all even though you're competition, you're all on the same page for the same big competition. Hey, like, yeah, um, we, we have to work together um, in order really to be successful. And I feel like every store offers different things. And, and even if we're online, like we have our own local customer bases anyway. Mm -hmm. Um, But yeah, I've really found that that was, um, a, a, just a nice positive way to to get people thinking about shopping small versus um, going with either the brand or with a bigger box kind of store. Yeah, I, last night uh, in one of my small groups, we're talking about the Funky Fluff and Bummies closing up. That was one of the conversations we were having and then has spurred into a few more really great conversations about all these other small businesses that we know about that maybe other people don't know about and trying to share trying to share that right like it's a big big world on Facebook and Instagram and trying to find little people and those ads can be hard really yeah yeah so amazing small businesses out there I yeah I'm super stoked about that so where are you hoping to be in five years um I'd really love to be in a storefront in five years more so that I can do more teaching and more um kind of workshops and be able to interact with my community more. Um, So I'm really dreaming 
of, of a storefront with education space. That would be an amazing idea. There's a community here in um, British Columbia that has a, it's not a cloth diaper retailer, it's like a natural parenting retailer and they have, yeah, they have an education space and they have like playgroups and education and like I just so many opportunities that go beyond you. It's like supporting the community. I, I dream of it. I, I would absolutely love to be able to just offer space. I have friends who, like I have a friend who is a doula and she teaches birthing classes and stuff and to be able to have a space for her to do that and everything would just be just such an awesome asset really to this state because there's not a lot like that here. Yeah. I mean, it's a really great dream. I know everybody needs to shop at Squiggly Bugs some more. My last question, well, I have two last questions, but this is, what is your advice for new moms? The biggest piece of advice you would give a new mom? Take your time. Take your time and go slow. Um, you don't have to, to do everything right away. Like, you know what? There can be days where you just take a nap and sit around and, and that's okay um, because it, it's a long process and you don't have to be right back to this crazy busy life. Like just enjoy the new little one, enjoy having a baby and, and take care of yourself and all of that other stuff will fall into place. Yeah. Don't rush it. True that. So where can people find you on the web if they want to find out more about squiggly bugs? Um, they can they can find us at squigglybugsllc.com. Um, we just started shipping to Canada. Oh, that's cool. Check that out. Um, and um, we're on social all the social media at squigglybugsllc for all of those. Awesome. Thank you so much. The show notes for today's episode can be found at theclothdiaperpodcast.com. I always have show notes there with all of the links and topics that we talked about. It's a great way to connect with me and with all the other great content I create. You can also find me online on Instagram, Facebook, and Pinterest at theclothdiaperpodcast.com. And this show is all about you, not me. So if you have a topic that you would like me to talk about or a visitor you would love to bring on, or if you want to share your cloth diaper story give me a shout. Email's the best, bailey at clothdiaperpodcast.com. Thanks. (laughs) 